0: nursing review podcast is an audio extension of the national nursing publication nursing review available in print web e-newsletter offering the latest news trends interviews and insights in nursing education subscribe to nursing review today by going to www.nursingreview.com.au and click on the no obligation four-week trial subscription link and now sit back relax and enjoy our latest nursing review podcast
1: Uh, I've been asked today to talk about the key challenges and issues facing gerontological nurses. We know that currently in Australia we have about 3 million people who are aged over 65. We also know that this number is expected to increase to at least around about 8 million by 2050. So ageing, this ageing population brings many challenges for us as nurses. We know that older people have a lot of comorbidities and this requires complex care. And yet in nursing, we often seem to place our most junior staff or most low-skilled staff to provide care for this population. We know also that within the next few decades that population ageing is going to have major implications for Australia, in particular in terms of health and skilled labour. So we know that we need an appropriately skilled and qualified workforce. It's fundamental to the delivery of quality age-specific care. However, there are a number of challenges in being able to achieve such a workforce in Australia. And I'd like to just erase a few of those challenges today. We know that the number of trained or educated health professionals, including nurses and in gerontology, is very low when we look at our ageing population. So some of the reasons or challenges for this, I believe, are things such as poor attitudes. We know that nurses work across settings and therefore they're in contact with older people frequently in their career. And yet nursing graduates often equate gerontological nursing only with long-term care or residential aged care. They often have very poor attitudes towards care of older people. I believe that such attitudes may be formed as a result of negative social media, poor images of aged care nursing portrayed in television, for example, and also in nursing curriculum. Another challenge we have is the limited gerontological nursing content in undergraduate curriculum, as well as postgraduate specialisation in gerontological nursing. This is really uncommon in Australia. We have low numbers of trained, educated individuals, as I said, in gerontological nursing, and this creates problems in terms of limited voices, ensuring that academic nursing curriculums have gerontological nursing courses. There are also low numbers of academics available to teach, so this really creates a major problem of being able to push forward in terms of this um, area of specialisation. While there are short courses available in some hospital environments, these do not really address the needs of the older person in terms of maintaining health of an ageing body, evidence-based care across the care curriculum and also end-of-life care. In our clinical setting, we know that there are a limited number of gerontological nurse specialists. This limited number really influences evidence-based practice. So for example, we have situations where we have older people either not being treated or cared for appropriately, and in particular in the acute care sector, in terms of age-related assessment skills resulting in poor identification of conditions such as delirium and dementia and inappropriate medication use, as well as poor environments contributing to the high rate of falls risk in this population. Poor assessment skills also mean that nurses are often unable to communicate health issues and needs to other members of the multidisciplinary team. We Also, in terms of another challenge we have is that some of our key leaders in gerontological nursing academics, those loud and very passionate voices we have, are also ageing and therefore retiring. We saw the retirement of one of our key leaders, Professor Rondonay, last year. We need to mentor younger passionate leaders to replace retirement leaders and to continue that voice, that passion of gerontological nursing, otherwise it will be lost. For me, one of the major concerns is limited quality research. The limited number of individuals trained in gerontological nursing influences the outputs of research in this area and also limits the reliability of the research. For example, where individuals are not trained, they may use inappropriate instruments that are not age-related instruments. They may ask inappropriate questions in qualitative research or not take into consideration the ageing process. So limited research limits outputs, therefore influences evidence-based practice outputs. So, what can we do about this situation? We've talked about it for a number of years, and I'm, I get concerned sometimes that we're not really moving ahead. I believe the key is to improve the pathways into gerontological nursing and the image. So things such as mandating undergraduate nursing curriculum content, i.e. that the curricula have to include an emphasis on ageing and the influence of ageing on nursing practice. So things like assessment of the ageing body, person-centered care, chronic disease, etc., I believe there's a need to promote within the undergraduate curriculum an understanding that gerontological nursing is a specialty. Just as critical care, et cetera, is, that it's a field with the most highly skilled work due to the complexity of the comorbidities that staff manage. The problem we have is the low number of academic staff or qualified staff to teach the core content of the undergraduate curriculum. I believe one way or recommendation I have for this is to offer things such as online learning from universities where there are key qualified staff in the interim until numbers build, so that students are taught by the best in the field. There is a need to promote successful um, postgraduate gerontological nursing programs and opportunities in to participate in such programs through things such as blended learning, so not just classroom learning. Where practical, I believe there should be credit from hospital programs into university credit, gerontological nursing programs, as a way of encouraging those acute care practitioners into uh, this area of specialty. Postgraduate programs should include care at cost, care curriculum rather than just residential aged care. But I really call upon the government. I know they've done tremendous work in terms of encouraging uh, scholarships at undergraduate level, but I believe that there's really a need also to encourage scholarships at both Masters and also PhD level so that we can fulfill or fill those positions in terms of teaching clinical and research opportunities. Um, I'm a mad user of social media media, and I think it's a really important way to promote a positive image of gerontological nursing through social media and I'd like to see us doing more of that. And finally, I believe that there's a need to develop a specialty college or foundation of gerontological nursing within Australia that promotes the positive image of gerontological nursing and awards scholarships and opportunity. Thank you
0: nursing review podcast is an audio extension of the national nursing publication nursing review available in print web e-newsletter offering the latest news trends interviews and insights in nursing education subscribe to nursing review today by going to www.nursingreview.com.au and click on the no obligation four-week trial subscription link